0: Hey y'all, I know I've been gone for a minute and I skipped a whole episode that I was supposed to do, but life happens and I tried to warn you at the beginning. But anyway, we're here now and I'm so excited to share today's episode with you. You are in for a treat today. I uh, am sharing the episode that I did with Dee and we did this months ago, but you're in for a treat. Uh, We talk about all sorts of things, about Dee being a yoga teacher, a healer, moving to Mexico. And we get really real about what it is like to be an entrepreneur, and specifically, at a yogipreneur. So, I hope you enjoy today's episode. But a little bit about Dee: Dee is a native of Philadelphia, and a lover of happiness, peace, and yoga. Uh, before attending yoga teacher training, she attended Delaware State University and Howard University, and she has a bachelor's degree in psychology and a master's degree in school psychology. Psychology. Mm. Dee has spent the last 10 years as an educator in inner city schools in Chicago, North Carolina, and DC, and yoga became an additional tool to help achieve effective coping mechanisms, anxiety reducing strategies, and positive self awareness skills for the students and communities in which she served. Along with yoga, Dee is also a Reiki practitioner, intuitive henna artist, a beater, a consultant, an expat, and a proud plant mama. D aims to share wellness. Healing and self-care through holistic and ancient practices. So, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and thanks for listening. Uh, hello, oh, hi friend, <laughs> hi friend. It's so good to see you. I'm I'm so happy to connect with you. Um, if you want to takes a moment to introduce yourself. It's hard, I know. There's no way to sum you up in a, in a tight you box. You know I struggle with this, but I've been working on it. So that's why I'm like accepting these interviews. I'm like, I'm going to figure out who I am today, and I'm going to figure out how to tell people this. Yes. So today, hello, everyone. My name is Dee. Um, like Patrice said, I'm a lot of things, but um, I like to sum it up as a healing artist. Um, <laughs> Um, I have a background in school psychology. I've been an educator for about 10 years, and I'm transitioning um, to full time figured figure-it-outpreneur. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm a yoga teacher. I do waist beads here and there. Um, I think the best way to say what I do, Patrice, is to say, like, why I do what I do. And that's, you know, I'm here for, for Black people to get free. Um, by way of healing, by way of ancestral medicine, by way of therapy, by way of yoga, by way of some herbs, by way of waste feeds, wellness. All the wellness knowledge that I have is what I'm here for. And also if you need some help relocating, cause I am an expat. <laughs> I currently live in Mexico. <laughs> and um, that's the summary, that's the small part. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I have gotten to witness D and all her magic. Well, not all of your magic. I don't have any of your waist beats because that was a new thing, but, um, I've taken a yoga class with D. Your yoga is medicine. You are medicine speaking, being in relationship with you is medicine. Um, and then I was in Mexico posting pictures and D was like, are you in Mexico? And I had no idea she was living there. And I was in awe because while I was in Mexico, I was like, you know what, I could live here. And then here's my friend actually doing it and, and just uprooted her life and, and moved. And so highly recommend if you're considering moving to Mexico or anywhere else to so hit up D for a consultation because it's different. It's different for Black people to do it. It's different for a Black woman to do it by herself. And Getting that perspective is ever everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I love, I, I, love every time I talk to you. It's nourishment, and even, even just like the occasional side eye from D. D will D gives it to you a hundred, hundred percent of the time, and I love it because my people please themselves. So I'm like okay, and D is like, huh? <laughs> Did you just hear what you said? And I you'll see, you'll see throughout this conversation, but thank you for saying yes to this journey, to this um, insight into, into our dynamic and us interacting, and I'm so glad you joined. Thank you, friend. and thank you for seeing me, because I used to be like, I don't know what y'all talking about, and like people who are physically close to me, you know what I mean, that I talk to more consistent than I talk to, you have said the same things, like, I, I heard my friend say that when you said it to me. You know what I mean, like <laughs> and you are my friend too. Like, like let that be clear. But you know what I mean, like. So I'm happy that I'm listening to the yes because it's the yes of spirit talking to me, and I'm glad that the medicine is passing through. It's just passing through. <laughs> and I'm yes, glad. yes, 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 I am here for it. Um, so there's so many things we could talk about, and I'm so glad that on the questionnaire, you were like, let's talk about being a yogipreneur because this is heavy on my heart. And um, as D, as you heard in Dee's introduction, she is in a state of transition. I'm in a state of transition in a different way, but no matter what transition you're going through, even if it's not your own business, transition is work and it is raw. and, And then doing it in a way where not only are you healing yourself, but you're trying to help heal other people. I think it's a whole different, a whole different journey. And I'm so excited to hear your thoughts and to share and to bend. And this is about to be a therapy session for real. So yeah. Um, do you want to start with what started your journey? What, Where did your journey start with either being an entrepreneur or a yogi? Um. Well, ironically, well, hmm. As I was about to say, ironically, it started with yoga. It actually was like a seed planted from like childhood, and I have to remember, like, even though like maybe real action started when I started like yoga. Which, by the way, this week Google, Google Photos reminded me that five years ago this week I was starting YTT. <laughs> <laughs> so you know going into being a yoga teacher and it's like okay like do all this other stuff (laughs) you know I mean like do all this other stuff like do all this other stuff and I was working full time um but you know once you become a yoga teacher is either work in a studio or work by yourself and and do your classes and I did both but I I started um just kind of having my own class so just right then it kind of pushed me into yeah, this this is it. But also, like that's when I started the yoga for black girls and the t-shirts and all of those things. So it really just kind of birthed from yoga, but the seed was planted. And it's I like that you asked me that question because recently I was thinking, like, where's all this entrepreneur stuff that I don't even really know how to do? Like, where is it coming from? Um, because one thing I'm working on is like a tea house. Like, I love tea, I love herbs. I'm I'm getting into herbs that I I love tea. And I'm like, I really want a tea house. So, you know, it's going to be all the things and the wellness, you know, all mixed up in there. Um, But I remember uh, my grandfather, my grandfather used to say to me all the time, something about Lisa's kitchen. And I'm not Lisa, like, I don't know why he called me. That That ain't my name. All of my initials are D's, but, (laughs) my grandfather used to speak about Lisa's kitchen, like to me, Um, I gotta figure out why Lisa was the name, but he always spoke that to me. And then I was thinking about other family members and I was like, I have some entrepreneurial ancestors. Like I know my uncle, you know, like I, so it's within the DNA and it's been spoken to me um, for a while. Uh, One thing you may not know about me, I don't know if I've shared it like widely or with you, when I graduated high school, I graduated with a cosmetology license. And at that point, I was like, I don't want to go to college, like, I want to go to barber school, and I want my own shop. So even like high school, I was like, I want my own, I want my own business. Like, I just college stuff is not really, I went to college that it went to, but um, it's kind of been there all along. So as I watch what I'm doing, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but it's gonna happen because it's been written, it's been spoken and that's just what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That, and I didn't know about cosmetology. I, <laughs> what a gem, like to come out of high school with a, a skill, with a, a knowledge base that yeah. you could use if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep my license current. I don't do anybody's Ooh. hair and my hair is very natural. So I don't have to do much to mine, but my license stays current. It's been current all those years. Cause it's like, just in case, right. I'm gonna let this lapse. <laughs> no, that's, mm, that resonates. I This is a tangent, but I have a, a certificate that I don't ever want to use again, but I work mm-hmm. hard to get that certificate. So I'm like, oh no, I can't let, it's about to lapse in December if I let it. And I don't want to ever have to take that test again that I had to take. So you just spoke to my spirit already. and like, <laughs> get, your, get your continuing education so you can keep that little certificate as a, as a fallback. Um, but I love that and I love that this has been, of course it's a theme, we always are like parallel paths but the theme is like going back to childhood and what, what resonated to you as a child because mm-hmm. I think that's the truth of, more of the truth of who we are than a lot of the things that we are holding on to as our truth. Mm-hmm. So especially a grandfather speaking that over you and that tea house, like my heart, my heart chakra just lit up <laughs> when you're talking about a tea house. Um, and I know it's going to be wellness and other things healing going on there. So I, <laughs> I, I love it. I can see it. I can, I can feel it. I'm more of a feeler, but yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Yoga, what's been, what's the most surprising thing about being a yogipreneur? Like one of the things that like, surprising? I don't know if this is surprising, but the answer that's ringing in my head is like, I had to quickly learn to be a graphic designer and I had to longly learn that I don't like to be a graphic designer. (laughs) And that was a very, I don't know if that's surprising, but it was, it was surprising to learn that I had to become all these other things in order to just teach yoga. Yes. And it was very shocking when I burned out quickly from realizing I don't even like this stuff. And it took me a while, years to learn. I don't even like most of these things that I have to do, I do really love teaching yoga. The rest of this stuff? (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's real. And I think that that resonates so deeply for me. I quickly learned. I was spending hours trying to create something it still didn't look great. And I'm like, what? And I had a partner, excuse me, one time to tell me, who was very logic based and was like, Patrice, how much is your billable rate at work? So at least that is what your time is valued as. So you just spent X amount of money on this thing and you could have paid somebody far less than that to create something. So I am so grateful for that lesson from him because I, and I think a lot of black women have this too, that like, I'll do it, I'll figure it out. Let me figure it out, that DIY. And I think that DIY, leads to a lot of burnout and a lot of frustration and a lot of work that isn't, like you said, isn't giving you joy, isn't fulfilling you. What What's the point? Right. You, what fills you, and I'm, please correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, is the actual teaching, the service, the yeah. the, the actual nice. yoga offering, That's not advertising for the yoga. That and making playlists. I, I learned that I love making a, love setting the mood. <laughs> But that's about it. Like, I really can do I can do without the extra. Um, and as you were speaking, I remember we did kind of have this conversation because you hit me to all the game and was like, get you an assistant. Get you an assistant. <laughs> like, yes. And it was life changing. <laughs> and and I lost I just I have. Been, I don't know if I told you um, my assistant took a full time job, so I don't have an assistant right now. Mm-hmm. And it shows, and it shows in me. It shows in how I am. It shows in my work. Mm-hmm. My body is telling me you're trying to do too much. And so I'm gonna have to take my own advice and so, thank you for mirroring back what I said to you because yeah. it's, it's a non-negotiable. Asking for and um, accepting support mm-hmm. has been a, a valuable lesson yeah. in this journey, in this journey. And I don't know that, I don't know how long it would have taken me to learn these lessons outside mm-hmm. of being an entrepreneur, outside of working two jobs. And I know, you know that well, <laughs> two, three, both jobs, like D, D has multiple, multiple areas. I have one of these t-shirts in my, in my uh, drawer. <laughs> Just creator. And I think, and it's maybe to outsiders. I don't know. I, I don't think that much about what other people think about what I'm doing because I'm just so yeah. focused on what I'm doing but I remember when I was beginning like to outsiders it probably looks like I'm so scattered I have this I have that I have that mm-hmm. but I think once you start tapping into your creativity and start tapping into your true self mm-hmm. these things flourish and then yeah. some things stay and some things go so yeah. oh oh come on Pisces full moon because I'm really <laughs> I'm I was sent an article yesterday from my spiritual mom, and it was like, it's okay to say no, um, or, or something like that. I might be paraphrasing. And I was like, I know this, like just reading a headline, I was like, I know this, but read this article. And I'm glad I read this article because one of my many things, I really need to let go. And I'm gonna have to have a whole process to let it go. And I was like, I don't know if it's a noun process, and it's just like, you just can't do this right now, or if it's like, is you know, I don't know, but I know right now I, I cannot, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have to just be okay with no, because I, while I am all of these creative spaces, I am trying to like focus down as an entrepreneur, just, just a little bit, you know what I mean? and um i'm realizing one thing is draining my energy because i can't figure it out and i'm not able in the space to build the team right now and all of the things that i need for that baby to flourish that that tribe that this one entrepreneurial endeavor needs i literally cannot yeah i literally cannot (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) and no explanation needed no no justifying it's that's a fact that's the fact and I think that's such a powerful statement whereas before I think that we've had power in I can do it and despite all I mm, mm, mm. you can do what you can right (laughs) and I think that the, the word that's been coming to my heart and spirit a lot lately is liberation and what does liberation look like and I think that For a lot of us, we have been so anti what our ancestors went through. We haven't even created the space or made the time to think about, to dream about what freedom really looks like and feels like. And so I think it's a powerful statement to say, yes, I can do all these things and for my benefit, I'm going to focus on this and what I can do and I'm until I can grow a team to support me in this other work. Um and I think that feels like liberation to me. That feels like living life on your terms, which is a gift. Mm-hmm. A gift. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like my heart is just like you helped me release, you know, thank you because really I I can't right now. And that's really okay. I'm really okay with that because that means what I can do is going to get more in all of the attention that it deserves in this season and in this moment. Yes. And I'm sure, you know, on days when you are high, vibing higher about this area, mm-hmm. you'll remember like nothing happens for no reason. Like there's, it's all connected. And so somehow, some way, all of these other creative things are going to come back and you're going to be like, you know what mm-hmm. that's why that's yeah. why it wasn't for then it's for now or it wasn't for now it was for them mm-hmm. and that is and that is a beautiful process as well yeah um, you are a, oof. <laughs> <laughs> this is the medicine my soul needed I'm telling yeah. you like it's the thing that's been on my heart um so I play tennis and um I've been following Naomi Osaka since Serena is kind of in and out, in and out. So Naomi is my new home girl. And I'm so fascinated by her because she's so shy and so seemingly timid and, and still is trying to do these press conferences and being very honest about her own struggles. Yeah. And the US Open just happened in New York uh, a few weeks ago and she lost pretty early and She had this very vulnerable press conference and she was like i um when i win i'm relieved and when i lose i'm just really sad she's not even celebrating herself okay and one of the things that came up from this conversation is how tennis when you play singles tennis it's just you you don't have a teammate you don't have team to support you it's just you out there on the court and it makes me think about being a yogipreneur it's like this especially if you're not working for a studio you're not working with other people it can be so easy to be like I'm just out here by myself and you don't have support like you what we've named you have some people that work for you but they're not full-time and they might not even be near you both of our help comes virtually and (laughs) you know if, a per, if some of the people that worked for me came up to me in person, I might not know who they were. Um, yeah, so it's, I don't know even what the point of that is, but it's just something I, to name of like yeah. this being a yogipreneur is very different than owning your business or having a mm-hmm. product-based business. Not only are you by yourself, but it's, at least for me, it's, it's a vulnerability. So you've been a teacher, mm-hmm. you've worked with students outside of yoga um, Mm -hmm. in schools. And I've never had a position where I had to be vulnerable and like bring myself to work. My work was always like numbers and data and I didn't have to bring my whole being to work. Mm -hmm. So that's one part. Mm -hmm. But then helping other people along their healing journey, you can be brought right back to when, when you were in a similar situation or reminded of the beauty of it all so anyway that's that's my what's on my mind and spirit and we'll see if that resonates with you or what you your experience has been like um as you were talking I was just thinking about I was thinking back to my early yoga teaching days and I thought back to the support that I had which was my friends shout out to Carl and Brittany like (laughs) shout out to Carl and Brittany when I said I want to have a class in a community space shout out to Carl and Brittany and if I'm forgetting somebody shout out to you too but specifically those two and I I probably like owe them so much so much more like um because I wasn't paying them (laughs) you know what I mean And, and at least one of them was still paying to come to my class even though it was like Come early and help me set up and help me move this space and clear this space and prepare it for class. And I was probably a a, a little tyrant a little bit in my, you know, there were things I had to learn and shift just as how I showed up on the, the business backhand side of things. Um but I had, you know, I had them at least for showing up, helping me set up, preparing, cleaning, and leaving. And like they were my crew. Um and then, as you know, my location shifted and things like that, whatever, um, it literally was just me. Um, it literally was just me. So it was like, all right. And then you got to promote. <laughs> then you got to promote. <laughs> and, you know, um, maybe the conversation is about to shift a little bit, but it really got into like, okay, now what you, are you promoting quality stuff? You know what I mean? And who are you promoting to? And are you niching down? And Oh, your price point and blah, blah, blah. And like, you've known since the beginning, like, it's is Black people all day in my class. Like, I can't really turn anybody away, depending on where the class is. However, like, it's is Black people. so mad? And it's Black people who need, you know what I mean? Not to say all of us don't need it because we do, but it's like for that mental and spiritual calmness, I'm looking for those folks. And how do I find them in- and I still really don't know, (laughs) except for to go to the places where they are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, But when I say, I don't think people understand, not even just yogi teachers, but like, or yoga teachers, um, but just spiritual workers in general, um, personal trainers, like us out here, like, I don't think I don't think we know, and that's why I chose this as a topic, because I was like, the education needs to be there now. Like, y'all know we're here to teach y'all yoga. Y'all know where to find us, but y'all need to realize these fees on every single thing. This, this, um, oh, <laughs> I mean, the the shadow banning, the that part. I couldn't get that out. Thank you. <laughs> all of the, all of the things that even when art not on our, top of mind are mm-hmm. on our mind and yeah, and just yeah. to get the message out there and even and even for me and I know this is true for a lot of wellness spiritual people mm-hmm. that uh the guilt of of marketing the guilt of charging mm-hmm. and and having to work on your relationship with money and working on your relationship with with social media and mm-hmm. and and your messaging and and the words that you say because they have an impact. They have a power behind them. And and how you are with it. it's there's there's le- levels to this. There's layers to it. And it's not just oh, pretty graphic, nice class. And if we were trying to do all of that work and teach the class, the class is what's going to suffer. And the class is what's really important. That's the healing work. Absolutely. So. Yes, thank you for naming that. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a whole thing. Yeah. Oh. I realized I when I when I chose that topic, I was like, I need to like really kind of write down, you know, this is one of the business things that I, I kind of don't do, but I need to write down just so people can see like this platform and then the the they want their coin when you use it. They want their coin first and then the process the, the payment processor wants their coin. And then, you know, who else always wants their coin? Then they want it a couple times. It's pennies by the time it gets to us. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's legit pennies by the time it gets to us. And we need an assistant to pay. We need a team to pay. We, we you had teachers to pay. <laughs> yep. And, and, and to take care of, and the things that we need to do to take care of ourselves. Absolutely. We show up well. So we take care of our own mental and physical health, too, Mm -hmm. because that impacts how we show up, too. Absolutely. All of it. Thank you for naming this, because this is stuff I'm like, either I think people don't care or they know, you know, the things we just take for granted that we do behind the scenes and Mm -hmm. people don't know they don't be known. And they don't know. And I'm here to, it's time for us. We are responsible to shed light. Like we are the only ones that can let it be known. And I think it's important to let it be known so people can understand why they need to pay for a class and why they need to pay the price they need to pay for a class. Outside of the class, just being great. It's all the, it's just a business. (laughs) This is a literal business. And no matter how you feel about capitalism, we're in a capitalistic society. And so we need money to pay for the even just basic necessities, but I don't want just basic necessities for anyone. Yeah, definitely not for myself. I want to be well paid well and to live well. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's a bare minimum for everyone. And so um, let's talk about the price of the class because this let's get into it because the part of the reason I closed my studio is because, it doesn't make sense in the dollars way like it, it the price that we've set for yoga and I set my price higher so in Raleigh the price used to be $15 what was the price in the DC area the DC area average was like 20 22 yeah. something something like that um mine was always like around your pricing of 15 or less yeah I think my price at the art center was like I don't know, seven dollars or something like that. Yep. And it's so it's our price was eighteen for a drop in, yeah, but we made it that because okay. I wanted, and then our um, monthly was like eighty nine mm-hmm. for unlimited classes awesome. because we want I wanted people to commit to the practice. Mm-hmm. I didn't want you to just drop in, take one class, and leave. Like yes. that's that's not how this works. Uh, that's not how it would work for you. And even at the price point of $89, it's less than $20 a week. Mm -hmm. And paying teachers from that, it's, and that's what has been accepted. This is what has been acceptable. And Mm -hmm. I interviewed for a teaching position and they pay $5 per person, period. And I was like, and I had to drive 30 minutes away. I Mm -hmm. said, oh, oh, oh no. Mm -mm. I don't know how people do it unless you have other income. Or you have someone else's income supporting you, or you just have, yeah, other sources of income. And I, I don't think people think about that when they're like, their price is high. But yeah. the thing too that I'm learning this in this season to be unapologetic about is my spiritual needs. And so after a class, a yoga class, that's different. Like if it's just Asana based and we're just flowing. Okay. I don't have as much of a recovery time, but if it's a class where we're interacting and we're processing, and we're working on healing stuff, Mm -hmm. I need at least a day to recover, even Mm -hmm. if it's just a two hour, hour and a half session. So that's part of my pricing is to Mm -hmm. know what I need. And I know to know that the next day I'm not going to be able to work. So to make up for that day. And I think that that is, I'm glad, again, I'm glad you brought this up because it's not something I've ever explained to people out Mm -hmm. loud, except friends behind the scenes but yeah. it's important yeah we we are literally like you said we're using our whole beings like this is this is not just mental you know I can teach a yoga class in my sleep and I'm grateful for that however like I'm really showing up fully Yep. Yeah. let me tell y'all and you something I'm literally late for every single thing just about for my yoga classes though I'm not <laughs> you know what I mean I like I'm just I'm not unless I am unless it's just some um, I'm not I'm there early I'm there don't talk to me don't call me and ask me no questions because I'm really tuning and tapping into what is ready to come through for you and that's not valued. Uh-uh. that is not that that is for some because I don't want to I don't want to give the message to my my yogis that I don't think they value me because that's not the truth but on a grand scale I don't believe that it's valued um or even understood the emotional currency that we're giving mm-hmm. that energy that we're giving from from the death of our hearts mm-hmm. you know what I mean um I don't really think that is it's not known it's just not really known um, at all and that yeah. uh, that's a, that's the whole title for this the emotional currency of being okay, a, a yo-yo. break it on <laughs> <laughs> you just spoke it that's yeah. it yeah. Wow. yeah. please use that I'm excited because <laughs> it needs to be known. I'm gonna talk about it more on the on the internet. Yeah. Uh, and thank you. And I will co-sign and I'll be like, yep. not that you need a co-sign, but no, but I do. We, we are, we are the yogi teachers. We are the black yoga teachers. So we have to, we have to educate in this way. Um, and we have to let it be known. Otherwise people won't know they're going to be looking at your yoga class saying, oh, I want to go to yoga. I want to go to yoga, but I don't want to pay for it. And it's right. like, well, why do you want to come? Like, why, why don't you see your investment in being an exchange? You know what I mean? Cause you gonna get, you gonna get, you gonna receive. And more than (laughs) my my bias has been with being a yoga studio owner has been that people, that historically and generalizing, of course this is not Mm -hmm. true for everyone, but we don't value this type of work. And this type of work traditionally for a lot of black folks has come from church Mm -hmm. and even we pay church with Mm -hmm. tithes. um, and I don't want your 10%, uh, but, but there is, I think that part of my work is, is to show the value of this work, mm-hmm. um, and to help folks realize that this is the priority. Like, sure, you can go get whatever else. I'm not even going to stereotype and, yeah, yeah. And, and bring in those things that how people spend their money. Cause I'm not in your perks. I'm not in your, in your bag. Yeah. Um, but how we spend our money shows mm-hmm. where our priorities are. And I don't think we think of it that way of thinking about where where your money and your attention and your time goes and, mm-hmm. and what you really value. Yeah, what you're investing in and what you're receiving from your investment. Like every every minute is an investment. How are you using every minute and how are you using every dollar and are you receiving anything from what you put out? What are you receiving for real? Yep. And that's something living in the DMV in DC, um, happy hour is big. And I mean, happy hour is big. Brunch, bottomless brunch is big and do your thing. However, I'm qualified enough to know that you getting drunk on a weekly or every Wednesday or a whatever is not healing a darn thing is not healing a darn thing. And that's just point blank, period. Alcoholism has never healed a thing. That bartender is not feeding you. (laughs) You are not getting a return on your investment of time and money and resources. From that bottle. (laughs) But my $5 class because change your whole life, right yes. <laughs> and on top of that, it's the alcohol is probably adding more problems, but we want to go down that rabbit hole yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, but just of that to, but just to ide- identify and call out investing of time, money, and resources yep. in your return yep and and the way <laughs> that we and the bigger picture of that too is just the ways that we that we cope, that we numb, that we, uh, whether we address our issues or we ignore them, whether yeah. we are eating yeah. to, to numb, staying busy, that's my guiltiness, mm-hmm. um, drinking, whatever, whatever ways we are, relationships to avoid yeah. um, the work that we're doing, one way or another, like, our, like the old folks used to say, what goes on in the dark is going to come to the light. So that darkness will, will catch up to you. And, and, and I wish that we would take preemptive measures so that when the darkness comes, we're ready and it's not, we haven't dealt with all this other stuff. So then something else comes and then it's like a crushing, crashing. And that's really my biggest fear. And that's, and I wish fear didn't motivate me. I'm also motivated by love of people, Mm -hmm. but that is a big motivating factor because I've been there. I've 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 lived that life. I'm not just like, oh, you need to do I live this. I'm currently living this. Um so yeah, that's my follow-up to your to your question <laughs> today. Because I- <laughs> Somebody needs to hear that. that that's, that's an <laughs> that's awful word. A it's something that I've I've you know thought about and I've been careful too. I think this is another thing to like point out as yogipreneurship. I am, you know, I, I speak my truth, but I am careful in my messaging because those are the people I want in my class. I don't want you to think I'm I'm judging your your choices. It's it's what you have available to you, and I know it's easy and you likely enjoy it you know what I mean but I also know like it's like you said like it's not really the solution it's just like something to do to kind of get over and I, I feel you on like we have these tools to offer so you can be prepared to go through because the darkness won't be there you know we we are both you know <laughs> what I mean we are both in a lot more dark and light so there are some tools to help you through this darkness, um, and we back here doing all this work, <laughs> making all these graphics and all these things, and <laughs> paying all these fees. Right. You know what I mean? Like we, we here, y'all. We really are here. Just understand that it's an exchange. It's an exchange of energy and resources. That's and that's just on law. <laughs> that's on laws of the universe. That's not mere retreats. That's laws of the universe. You have to, if you can you have to give that exchange yes so your abundance your return <laughs> yes it can and, be and, and when you Anything. invest <laughs> and and also when you invest you value it what mm-hmm. you invest in you is you're showing the universe showing yourself mm-hmm. and showing the person you're investing in that you are invested that you value mm-hmm. this and mm-hmm. it's such a powerful exchange and um I know we both believe deeply in yoga. Yoga has helped in so many ways and, and not just yoga asana um, yeah, yeah. because both of us are kind of like, yeah, yoga asana. Yoga asana is a great introduction tool. I think that mm-hmm. connecting to your body first mm-hmm. and moving your body so that you can become still mm-hmm. to rest, to meditate, to connect. Mm-hmm. Um Here yes yes (laughs) to hear the message and and not only to hear but to to know the difference between fear and intuition Mm -hmm. because that like I think that all of us are are intuitive are connected if we if we tune in absolutely but then there's a next level of discernment about what is fear-based what is anxiety what is this low vibe Mm -hmm. voice and then what is a voice that is speaking your truth that's speaking from a place of love yeah and we can't do that for you we can't we can't tell you what your voice is going to sound like that is work for you but we can hold space Absolutely. for you to start that work for you to be in that space mm-hmm. I taught a class um I taught my first group class on Sunday um at the beach and it's Can I just talk about it real quick? Yes, yes. Um, And This is not even like in a promo, but it kind of ties in. I hope I don't forget my point. Um, But it's called Sunday Service. um, Because I was like, is there even a, a," and I don't go to church, y'all, no more. I I was raised in church. I don't go no more. Church has changed for me as far as what it means. Um, But the, the class is called Sunday Service because I was like, I don't think there's a church here. Like, I don't know if anybody's holding a church, a black church or a black space for us we need our rituals. We need blah, 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 blah. Sunday service is a yoga class. However, it's for everyone to do your spiritual stuff, how you need to do it, get in touch with your body, move, um, and just be be amongst each other, whatever, you know, create your own church. That was the feedback that I got. You were able to create your own church, and that's what we did. Um, One of my clients that was there in the class um she was like she just you know kind of expressed her experience right after the class and I was like I didn't even say anything (laughs) I didn't even say anything I literally you know said a few things gratitude here and there that journey was her own you know what I mean and she heard clearly whatever message that she needed to receive from me only really like queuing, you know what I mean? And a, a little bit of some other stuff, but not really. I'm preaching. i you know. I'm preaching that time. I wasn't really, you know, <laughs> it maybe was a silent preaching going on, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, I, just to express, like, it really is your own journey. Yes, we're holding space. I created the space. I found the location. We're right at the beach. I made the playlist <laughs> and the rest is just it's you, you know what I mean? But it's, it's you in a, a very intimate and special way. I was like, I ain't gonna say nothing. And she was like, but if I got to this point of whatever, you know, clarity, whatever it was. Yes. Was like, wow, like I know that because that's what yoga did for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. I. That I, I think I've told you that before. Like that's my ultimate my ultimate goal for teaching yoga is to teach on a beach somewhere mm-hmm, and to God. live at the beach. And you were living, you were living my goal. It's um, And it's not jealous. You know, most, know, it's not jealousy. And I'm telling, like, I know you don't know, but mm-hmm. other people, it's not like one of the best healing journeys for me is like when I see someone else doing something I want to do. It's it's all love. It's like oh, I see what's possible. I see that it's possible. Thank you for for showing me that it's possible. And I, there is something about water and being connected to the earth, outdoor yoga and near the water mm-hmm. to the expansive ocean. Oh my god, it was amazing. And then you as a person and Dee, um, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but Dee just took a break from social media, which uh, every day I'm like, why am I on here? I'm ready for another one. <laughs> <laughs> And so I just know, I know that time away, that time to disconnect, to reconnect to you. I know that that was part of how you showed up. I just know it. And I, I, I didn't, I wasn't there. I didn't even know about the class, but I know, I know that you taking care of yourself, Mm -hmm. you modeling that, even though, even if no one else knew it or saw it, Mm -hmm. that's going to come through while you're holding space. And Again it's going back to what you said the the um, what the economic uh, what, you said it so beautifully now i don't remember the, uh, the uh, currency the cost so of the emotional currency emotional yeah currency. i am say i say yeah. currency okay yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that emotional currency and mm-hmm. it's a it's paying off it 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 radiates it shows thank you yeah just a lot But it's, it's, I love being a yoga teacher. I had to really check myself as I go through my transition. Like, cause I woke, you know, the school year just started. Mm -hmm. And maybe a week or two after I was like, Miss Lady, like, you don't have that job no more. And I was up early one morning and I always say oh go to the beach early and I'm like yeah no, like I'm gonna lay in this bed and rest and do my tea and do my morning thing and I'll get to that beach whenever I get there and then weeks pass. (laughs) And then I get to the beach, but I got up one morning went to the beach and it was like you're a yoga teacher and I had to remind myself like that is I love I literally. One of my favorite things to do is to teach yoga. Um, And it feels so natural. It feels amazing. It's like, again, I can do it in my sleep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Eyes closed, in in child's holes, whatever. Like, it's just, do it. (laughs) Yes. Do it. You're so good at it. And your playlists are bomb. I still use um, something out of nothing was a song that you played mm-hmm. during our class I came to in, in uh, DC and that something about that song at that and just at the right time. So again, again, let's talk about the, we can talk about the playlist and how much mm-hmm. thought and effort goes into creating the vibes because mm-hmm. it's different, it hits different. Whether you have a black yoga teacher <laughs> with a playlist you know, it's some sauce added, you know, seasoned, it's marinated. It's, yes. it's all the things. <laughs> and, and even if it's a song you've never heard or a song you've heard for a thousand times, it just hits different yeah. in a yoga class yeah. when it's, and you can tell when it's been thought, like, even if you don't know, I think people can tell when mm-hmm. people have thought about the playlist When people have thought That's about cool. their offering. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, we could talk about this forever, but I don't want again valuing my friend's time. But <laughs> we do. Could um, you uh, this last week's playlist though? I think it was amazing. Please, was amazing. yes. <laughs> Thank you. I still I follow you on Spotify, and I'm oh, like, perfect. <laughs> let me see what? Because that's how else are we going to grow? I think that's a a big part of this too. Is being open to grow. And I think yoga was the catalyst for my growth for me to, I could see this physical growth, mm-hmm. even if I didn't know the mental, emotional, spiritual growth, I could, there was physical growth that I could see in my asana practice and mm-hmm. it just opened the door to expand my growth in so many ways. So yes, yeah. let me grow. Let me, <laughs> I'm healing, music, medicine. Yeah. So, any other thoughts? Uh, tell the folks where they can find you, or anything else you want to share. I know I don't feel like I have any other thoughts, and then a thought pops in my head. I want y'all to know that we really love y'all. Is <laughs> it's, it's, the love is real, and we really, I, and I can. I hope you're okay with me saying we friend, but like yeah. we really want our liberation. <laughs> You know what I mean? In whichever way it it looks like for you. Um, We know that yoga can be a pathway to you getting to whatever liberation you want. If that's liberation from your job, from your house, (laughs) from your eating habits, from your inflexibility, whatever. Like try yoga, you know what I mean? Like literally try, literally shop around for your, your yoga teacher and what you need from a yoga practice. Find a yoga therapist if you need more, <laughs> you know, people don't know about yoga therapy. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe let me speak specifically to people with disabilities or limitations or anything else that may be blocking them from accessing, thinking they can't access a yoga practice. Maybe try a yoga therapist or just find the right yoga teacher who can adapt and who will adapt and who will be patient and who will walk with you, you know what I mean, who will be slowly with you, it may not be a group class that's for you, it may be a private session that's for you, shop for your pricing, <laughs> see if somebody's willing to barter, you, like, there are, there's no reason and no excuse, mm-hmm. you know, make the time, get your investments together, make the time, um, yeah, but yoga is ready and waiting, and there's, so many teachers ready and waiting to add you to their yogi teacher fold. Um, if you want to be there and know that it's okay to stop with the teacher and start with another. Some of my students have moved on from me. And that's I'm perfectly I'm happy about that. Please <laughs> go to another teacher um, when it's time. Yeah, please do so you know, and they still love me and I still love them. (laughs) Um, Where you can find me, um, Instagram, indefinitelydwellness. Um, I have a Facebook page. It's, I think I couldn't change the name. So it's just indefinitelyd. Um, I guess there'll be show notes. I can drop my link tree, but I have a link tree slash indefinitelyd. (laughs) I think that's all it is. Um, And you can, reach out reach me for all of my services there um i'm i have my wednesday community yoga class that's virtual still 30 minutes 10 dollars 10 us dollars um from anywhere in the world 5 p.m Eastern standard time i'm going to change the location i, I need to talk to you about why <laughs> um but i know we're out of time but it, it ties into this conversation mm-hmm. um, and if you want any in-person services, I'm in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. <laughs> I can do retreats, corporate. I'm a yoga teacher. <laughs> yeah. I moved to Mexico. Mm-hmm. She has some great resources. I, I paid for a consultation, you see? Paid for a consultation. Um, <laughs> and Dee, thank you so much for all that you've shared. And thank you for that love note, I think. and. We had a call with some yoga teachers, and you—this is, this is part of your your heart's work clearly, because it comes through. Because we we're like, as much as we love you, what came through on that call was our frustration, our venting, and and the things that that um, were making us discouraged. I guess is the best way of putting it. And Dee was like, after everybody's left, she's sitting up there beating. <laughs> I should have known she was in Mexico, just free spirited, just beating, no care in the world, henna on her hand. And she said, I think people forget why we teach yoga. You know, I think people really need to get back to the basis. And I was like, you're right. And, 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 and it spoke to me and it wasn't like a, I probably had some kind of like, because I was in my feelings, but it was so true. And it was and I, I appreciate that you always bring it back to love and say, you remember why we do this? Like, and, and I, so thank you for naming that. And thank you for, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot, <laughs> I really see that's the thing. It just comes, I mean, say it seven and I don't remember. And I used to be mad that I had like a bad memory, but I'm like, no, it's, it's just what's supposed to come through and I'm yep. done with it. and then it goes where it goes so thank you for receiving the things that come through (laughs) thank you thank you for saying yes to this thank you for taking the time thank you for the work that you do um because uh, really as we heal ourselves and we heal each other we are just creating a ripple effect of healing and we're healing not only ourselves and the next generation hopefully with our habits and the things that we are doing but we're also healing our ancestors behind us and and we're supported in this healing by the ancestors and that's a whole other topic that we can get into at another time but i would um, love to talk to you more and more and often and often because yes anytime yeah y'all yeah. will see me again <laughs> <laughs> thank more to say. <laughs> yes thank you so much thank you so so much thank you, thank you. virtual hug mm, yes we <laughs>